Hello, hello, everybody from the Conscious Corner. This is our very first episode, and we're coming on the heels of Startup Week here in Phoenix. And if you've never been to a Startup Week or you don't know what a Startup Week is, we're going to kind of explain what that is, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the highlights that we have here uh, from Startup Week here in Phoenix. Um, we've got a couple people joining us. Um, my name is Kyle Thomas, and I'm the co-founder of Conscious Creative with Jeremy Chevalier. And hello. And then we've got the amazing, one of the amazing organizers here for Startup Week. We've got Kate. Kate, what is Rogers? Kate, Kate Rogers. That is I, Kate I, Rogers. I literally just blanked. <laughs> I know Kate really well, and I just pulled that that moment. You know, when you get on the mic and you're like, "Oh my gosh, who is this that is joining us?" Uh, so, R O G E R S. You know, and Mr. Rogers was one of my favorite people growing up. I should fail sauce. Fail, fail. <laughs> See, that's that goes in the bloopers, but unfortunately, we're not cutting this. We're keeping it all in. I'm so glad about that. <laughs> but the, Kate wishes that she could be edited live because some of the things that goodness gracious, I love watching. She has a she's actually brought something to Startup Week this year that was amazing. And she's gonna talk about it a little bit later, but it it is not PG. Let's put it Mm-mm. that way. No. So and you, neither is our podcast gonna be. No, yeah. our podcast is not gonna be PG either. So <laughs> well that's all you can expect from me, right? Not PG things. <laughs> so be warned. Uh, it's, it's coming. Put the kids to bed. Put the kids to bed. (laughs) Put this, put this, pause it and go take care of business and come back to it. That's right. Uh, so Phoenix startup week. Yeah. Kate, what is this? And Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about it, a little history. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, give us a little background uh, for those that don't know what it is. Sure. Uh, this is our fourth year of Phoenix Startup Week. We um, are, Our main sponsors are Techstars and Chase for Business. Um, we, uh, what is it? it? This is an act of love. Uh, we, we often say in Phoenix that we are the most generous startup community. For me, this is proof of it. It's, amen, amen. It is um, 100% volunteers. Uh, we start, I started in April and, um, obviously it's the end of February and it's live, uh, 244 speakers. Um, un, I, I don't even know how many volunteers, probably cl- close to 50. Um, and then nine people on the core team, um, giving, giving their hearts to grow our community here, uh, because we believe in what we have here in our startup community in Phoenix. Um, the tactically, uh, what we offer during startup week is education and inspiration and networking and community building, um, because we are, we are greater than the sum of our parts. And so we come together and learn, um, and celebrate each other for a week. It's amazing. This is so. This is my fourth year being involved, and this is the year that I've been the least involved over all four years. And it's interesting. In the past, it's it's moved around every day, and it's been a, an absolute ordeal mm-hmm. setting up, breaking down. It's been much mm-hmm. more interesting. This year, we're in one location. Mm-hmm. We've been able to stay kind of, uh, and we've got somebody just busting in on our podcast over here. But that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's Mike we're, and we're, just so you guys know, we're live. On day five here at Startup Week. So we're, we're recording this in the podcast studio. Um, go search for Phoenix Startup Week and mm-hmm. there's a good chance you'll find a whole bunch of other amazing, fantastic podcasts from this mm-hmm. week. Uh, that's phxstartupweek.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the other thing that really comes from Startup Week is real on the ground 
get, we like to say GSD, but get shit done tips. Like you come in to Mm -hmm. startup week and you're not, you better bring a notebook. Mm -hmm. You better have room for Mm -hmm. business cards. Uh, It's something that you're going to take a lot of value away from. Now Mm -hmm. you may be listening to this from somewhere outside of Phoenix. Startup week is something that happens all over the country. Mm -hmm. We happen to love our startup weeks here in Phoenix. We think they are amazing and awesome. And we've gotten some feedback that suggests we're one of the best. (laughs) But we're not biased. We're not biased. We're not biased. <laughs> so, but if you're somewhere else and you're not in Phoenix, go find out where the closest startup week mm-hmm. is. And even if you have to travel a little bit, go camping, mm-hmm. get an Airbnb. It's worth it. Yeah. Techstars website. I actually had dinner last night with uh, Techstars co-CEO, David Brown. And um, man, what a wonderful man. Uh, and what a wonderful organization. If you don't know what Techstars is, it's half incubator. Um, half community builder and, and they built, they, they support these startup weeks, uh, um, across the country, uh, to support startups. It really is just that simple. And he's a, he's a wonderful man. This doesn't make them money. No, this doesn't make tech stars money. None of the volunteers get paid. Mm-mm. Nobody on the organization or organizing team gets paid. No, uh, people were out of pocket last year. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I get a shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have, a, I have a I have a shirt. I um I got a bottle of tequila last night. Someone brought me tequila. Um because that's my poison <laughs> and of choice. Um but other than that, I just have a full heart from the week. That's yeah. how I get paid. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh so one of the things that we're gonna do, we're gonna do a quick wrap up of of startup week this year. Sure. And we're gonna go over highlights, some themes. Uh-huh. Uh, we kind of like to follow the uh, tell them what you're gonna tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them model. So we're okay. gonna we're gonna let you guys know that we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the insights and aha moments. Uh, we're gonna slip in uh, plugs here and there for Conscious Creative too, because this is our podcast. So. Sure. Uh, you earn it. Kate, yeah. Kate, Kate's sitting it fine. All right, I guess. <laughs> or we could just talk about Startup Week. Or we could just start, <laughs> or we could just talk, talk about Startup Week. Um, so first thing that I want to kind of hop into is kind of the goal, one of the big goals here with Startup Week is to help our growth here in Phoenix. And we've talked a lot about here in Startup Week, what we need to do and the steps we need to take to go to the next level. Everybody knows where the tech hubs are in our country. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you think tech tech hub, you think startup, everybody immediately thinks San Francisco, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing growth, amazing growth in the startup ecosystem in Los Angeles, Denver, Boston, Austin. Uh, and we want to be in that conversation. What do we need to do to take that next step and go to that next level? What are some of the things you guys heard this week in Startup Week that that we need to do? Well, uh, candidly, I think we are already in that conversation. Um, Phoenix is... The, hello. That would be... A, that would be real time disassembling of the building. We, um, it's day five. We'll deal with it. Yeah. We're done. Um, so Phoenix is the sixth largest city in the country. And, um, I don't, you, you can do a quick Google search, just do Phoenix startup and you'll see, uh, articles from the New York times, from Inc, from Forbes about how exciting our, our, our startup ecosystem is here and how much potential we have. Um, and you know, during startup week, I bumped into, and prior to startup week, several investors from other places flying in here to see what, what we're doing. And that was, that has been the same, sorry, someone's calling me. Um, that has been the same, um, Every year I've been involved, all four years as well, um, you know, and, and I'll uh, I'll just touch on a little bit on the programming that we had here. There were when I designed the programming, I was in charge this year of that. 
there were, I went and talked to a bunch of founders and uh, came up with a couple, three uh, uh, issues that our ecosystem is facing. One is, you know, not thinking big enough. We're kind of as a, as a community content doing the widget inside the widget. Um, The second is not taking big enough risk. Um, being satisfied with sort of the lifestyle businesses that um, we have a, a lot of in our ecosystem. And and third is credibility of team. And I talked about this a lot during Startup Week, um, and I definitely tried to augment my thoughts and other founders and my conversations with programming. Um, and Because I think that if you don't think big enough, if you're not taking the big enough risks, and if you don't have credibility in your team, it doesn't actually matter where you live. You're not going to get the funding that you're looking yeah. for. And so um, we, we, we had those points covered. Um, that was a smattering of content around those things this and that's, year. And that's awesome. It's, it's, it's a reality that an idea that is good here in Phoenix mm-hmm. is going to be good anywhere. Mm-hmm. So if your idea is good in San Francisco, it's going to be good here in Phoenix. If it's good here in Phoenix, it should be good here in, in, over in New York. Well, it, it's good if you have the rest of the recipe, right? Right. So that's why you have to, you know, you could have an idea like Uber here in Phoenix, mm-hmm. but if you don't execute on it in the right way, if you Absolutely. don't, if you're not looking for the right, the, if you don't look for the re- resources and partnerships, a lot of which could be made during startup week, um, then, um, then yeah, it's, it's just an idea. Right. And that's so many people are worried about about sharing their idea because they're worried about something, somebody stealing it. Mm-hmm. We constantly talk to people when we're talking to younger founders and talk about, Hey, listen, don't worry about somebody stealing your idea. If you love it enough, you're going to make it real. Someone who's going after it just for the money, they're not going to make it through the roadblocks. Mm-hmm. They're not going to make it through the roadblocks. Well, and we've had a, plenty of talks about owning your own power and being mm-hmm. authenticity in your in yourself. And I talk about this a lot in my business, CoVibe, um, that even you and I could have the same idea. And as we execute on it, it will look different. Absolutely. And Go different directions. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think there's beauty in that. There is beauty in that. Absolutely. So that fear of sharing your idea, get it out there, share it, get ideas, get feedback. Somebody else is going to have an aha moment for you. You never know when their background or their experience is going to give you some really key, important little bit that could help you get over the hump. Never be scared to talk about your idea with anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, so to go along with, uh, that Jeremy, did you, did you see or hear anything or talk to anybody that, uh, and had any points that, uh, when it comes to taking us to the next level here in Phoenix? And yes, I agree with Kate that we are in that conversation. Uh, we're trying to get some of the things that come with that conversation. Uh, we have people showing up that want to invest. And I agree that we're looking for people who are more investable. We're looking with people with track records with experience and they're looking with people who for people who have wins uh, and people who they can trust as a founding team. And then they're also looking, like you said, big ideas. Mm-hmm. Like nobody wants to invest a million dollars in something that's only going to be worth $30 million someday. I mean, like let, let's not talk about a million. Let's talk about 10 million. Yeah. Right. Cause uh, you know, 10 million is even a small, um, a small investment in Silicon Valley. Yeah. By the way, I wanted to say earlier, I don't think we want to be Silicon Valley. We're no. not, I, I, I moved here from there, yeah. um, on purpose. Like it's kind of a horrible <laughs> place to live. I mean, it's good. It's good and bad. I get that question a lot. What's the difference between the two? Right. Um, but I think we have our own, um, unique, uh, pedigree here and we could be, we could be a really meaningful community. So when people say the Silicon desert, I don't kinda, like it kind of pisses me off. Yeah. Like why, why do we need to be like them? Why can't yeah. we just be us? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We don't, we don't really need to be, let's just be, let's just be us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when it comes to 
those those conversations. Jeremy, what's what stood out to you this week? Conversations about make taking Phoenix to the next level, getting us, uh, you know, kind of getting us uh, where we're actually competing on every front with some of these other markets, so that we can not only retain people but actually bring them back. One of the biggest things that stood out to me, and um, I didn't really get to pick the sessions that I was in because I was room hosting all week, but <laughs> I MC Jeremy. MC Jeremy, <laughs> learning how to MC Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to sit in on a talk from Tim Wales uh, over at Kadima Ventures, and he was adamant about, you know, I really don't care what your pitch is. I don't care how much money your idea can make or, or how amazing all of that stuff. I want to know what you're doing for the world. I want to know, you know, what's going to be the benefit of that idea. And I think that as we start to really ride this wave of conscious capitalism, um, the best, the most fundable ideas, the the best ideas, the 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 best things that are going to come out of any ecosystem are the ones that really hit home with the 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 toughest problems that need to be solved in the world. And yeah, ideally, you want to come up with a business model that can make a lot of money around it, so that you can then repurpose that money for more good things. Um, but the money enough is not alone. That's why I called it conscious creative. That's kind of the path that we're on, and that's overwhelmingly what stood out to me among everything else that I've, that I've heard all week. I, I, I'd like to piggyback on that. We had a keynote this morning, Paul B. Allen, who, uh, founded ancestry.com. Hmm. And I loved what he said about, um, as entrepreneurs, it's our responsibility, um, and to, to do good work for the world to and solve big problems. to solve big problems, um, to get out there and to be, um, be conscious of humanity and what we're giving back that no problem that we're having on our earth right now in our world cannot be solved by an entrepreneur. And, um, that's powerful. One of my mentors when I was young said money follows value. You create a ton of value. The money will follow. Money will always come. Uh, and that's something that the more we talk about that here in our ecosystem, and it's not a hard thing to talk about in our ecosystem because we are so generous. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think a lot of times, and this has been another theme of this week, people, um, founders, um, successful and failed that come up and, you know, wave the flag of, you know, be careful when you go look for, for funding, Mm -hmm. be be careful how you fund your venture. Um, it can be too soon and it can be to the demise of your, of your baby, you know? So, um, I think that's, that, that was always really interesting. Um, we had, uh, Jesse Randall talk about that and I loved his talk and his points and his vulnerability. Yeah. We had a great segment and I'm a, that's a good segue into, uh, something that we had for the first time here mm-hmm. year four here in startup week. And it was a great segment that happened all week long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was all around what Kate founder fuck ups. Yeah. <laughs> we need like, we need some audio. Yeah. We need, we need dun, an dun, audio dun. mix. We'll yeah, produce the, it. We'll produce it a little we'll bit. Put, <laughs> we'll put it down. We'll put it in the back end. This is going to be a little bit raw when we put it out to the SPHX <laughs> market, but, uh, yeah. So talk to me. How'd that, yeah. how'd that go? Kate, you got to, you got to moderate those. Yes, I did. You well, three of together, them, right? I, I brought in two moderators, uh, yeah. Robin Branham and, and our own Brian Moore. Um, uh, and then I did the other three. That was my baby. I, um, and I hope that the baby grows and gets legs and walks, um, and is, is involved in, in, in startup weeks in the future. We got a lot of good feedback about it. Um, you know, how did that come about is, 
you know, in my business, what I do is I build startups, right? I'm a CEO of, of my business CoVibe. And what we do is partner with, with founders to, to grow their business. And a lot of coaching comes along with that because being a CEO is lonely, right? And I work specifically a lot with first time CEOs that are, um, you know, kind of a deer in headlights half the time, yeah. right? So um, I, I learn about and, and preach a lot about authentic, authentic leadership. And what is that, right? Authentic leadership requires you to be vulnerable. It, it, you know, I have this thing I say, authenticity is magnetic. Uh, when you're authentic, you give other people permission to be authentic too. And this, this is pervasive in your yeah. culture and in your company. Um, and so the more I thought about that, I thought, you know, one of the things I, when I, when I was doing the programming here, there are, there is a small group of people in our ecosystem that are just put up on pedestals mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh, you know, these successful people have made it. And so they, they're, they're, you know, these, they're unicorns or something. Right. <laughs> and they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody Absolutely. else. I mean, I'm friends with them and I, I know them, but well, and I thought, well, what if I do a segment about how they've fucked up, right? Yeah. Like these companies that we, that in our ecosystem, we, we say are, you know, are the reason why we exist. And, and I think, you know, the intended outcome was, you know, if someone's in the audience and can hear about a mistake that someone's made and not do it, that's a win. If someone's in the audience can hear someone that they're, um, they want to be their mentor or they idolize a little bit, see their humanity and their authenticity and their authentic leadership and be inspired by that. That's a win. It makes them more, it makes people more approachable. Right. And, and then thirdly, what a wonderful vulnerable, like we're all in a room together talking about our mistakes. And, and I think that that's a beautiful thing. Well, I was just in, in, in the middle of a conversation with someone who talked about is failure necessary and, and, and should we call it failure? And, and my argument was yes. Like well, you, it's okay to call if you, if you've tripped and fallen and, and made a mistake, it's okay to call it a failure and then learn from it, move on. Mm-hmm. We, we look at the reality of the, the context that we give things without any light, you don't, without darkness, you don't know the value of light True. without struggle. You don't know the value of success Mm -hmm. and joy. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden these little failures make you more aware Mm -hmm. and more grateful for those wins that you get. I've Mm -hmm. talked to people who came straight out and got their MBA at Harvard and went and started working at Goldman Sachs. And then they went into their first startup and, Mm -hmm. They failed and it was the first time that it ever experienced Humbling. failure and it destroyed them for a short time mm-hmm. and then they got over it Yeah, because yeah. we all do. We do. Yeah. When we trip and skin our knees, mm-hmm. we all end up getting back up mm-hmm. and going the rest of life. Yeah, that's our journey. And yeah. that's, that's one of the things that I loved about that idea and the concept of, of the founder fuck ups. I got to actually sit in on two of them, mm-hmm. uh, kind of in the background there. And, and I love it. It's, it is probably one of the most impactful segments that I've seen here at startup week, mainly because sometimes someone might be in the audience and they may have something that they did that was similar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then because of what happened, they didn't go back and do it again. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you have somebody sitting there that made almost the same mistake you did because there's pretty much it's, you can, you can pretty much list on your hand, your two hands, the the basic mistakes you make in startups, like you're messing with money, you're messing with customers there. You just make, there's a certain amount of well, mistakes you make other an ego ego. I mean, that's another thing. It's like, 
Um, I got a message on Twitter last night from someone I don't know, but that was in the segment and said um, that they came to Startup Week because they were getting ready to quit. Oh, my God. And they came because they wanted to figure out if they could save it. And they went to a founder fuck up session and someone happened to just connect with them. I don't know if they actually met the person or not, if they're just in the audience. It was kind of cryptic. And, you know, it's one of those Twitter handles. It's like, I don't really know who you are, what you do. I don't know if I'll, if I'm standing next to you or not. And I don't know if I want to know. So, um, so I was just like, fist bump, little icon. (laughs) Fist bump icon. Yeah. But emoji time. But I mean, I mean, that sounds like, you know, uh, kind of fluffy, but I mean, that's, that's essentially what we're doing here is, you know, they came for energy and we gave it to them and that's a win. The the thing that I really like about the founder fuck up segments and I, I stepped out to go quiet the noise down the hall. So I don't know if I, if you guys already talked about the restriction that you place on their stories. Mm-hmm. No, we haven't. No. So for those who have not attended a founder fuck up, the 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 people on the panel are not allowed to talk about what they did to rectify the mistake Mm -hmm. or or you know what silver lining there was Mm -hmm. or anything like that the point is just to highlight the bad and to just let it kind of sit and marinate there and what i yeah Mm -hmm. the pain yeah and what i love about that format is that it actually it actually generates a ton of curiosity mm-hmm. in people to go then connect with those those yeah. panelists and say, so how did you get over that? I mean, mm-hmm. what happened mm-hmm. after that? Well, also, I mean, I just want to give a shout out to those 20 founders that were brave and courageous yeah. and came in front of the entire community and talked about how they fucked up. <laughs> uh, it took a little conjoling. Um, but, you know, I... I think also my intent in just having five minutes, you get to say your fuck up, you get to say the, the, uh, fallout from that. And then you need to sit down, mm-hmm. um, is, is exactly what happened. You're sitting in the audience, you see this p- person that is, you know, successful by all, by our standards. And, um, you know, like I said, a lot of people put them up on pedestals and they're telling you about this, this mistake that they've made that is obviously emotional because everybody does things, they make choices with best intentions, yeah. right? So it's a mistake. And, um, and then you're sitting there and you're like, oh my gosh, that's kind of like this thing that I did. It's kind of like that thing I did. And what, what did it, what it just happened? You just connected, mm. right? And it was, it was a deeply impactful moment. And then at the end we do Q and a that wraps it all up. And, and, you know, I talked a lot about, uh, leadership and decision-making. Yeah. It was an amazing, it was an amazing segment altogether. It was props. Uh, the, the founder fuck ups was just, it was, I was very proud of it. Brilliant. And how did that even come about? Where, Where was that? Did, was there an aha moment? Well, um, I think it's just, um, Oh, I'll just be candid. Yeah, that's what everybody's expecting yeah. anyway. Um, I, I, as I was talking to people, I was just like, wanted to talk to the people, not their ego. Yeah. And, um, and so I, I, I think that's what we need. We need to have a real, t- you know, direct conversations with each other and be able to connect. And so I thought, uh, you know, it just, it just kind of popped in my head and I had to do again, some convincing, um, of <laughs> some people, uh, especially because, you know, on our programming, it says founder fuck up. So I actually, it says founder F up, Yeah, but, um, we can say fuck. It's okay. We're adults. Right. Well, and, and it's, it's good to, to, to make it okay to just talk about the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember Kyle, you were, um, you were set up at the mentoring tables a couple of days ago and there was a gentleman who came up and, and asked another mentor nearby, how do I talk about 
my business and talk about the wins without talking about the, the, the mess ups. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't and know that you I can, couldn't, right? I couldn't help myself. Well, yeah. and, and Kyle kind of arced his neck over and said, don't, you yeah. have to talk about yeah. the, the mess ups and they didn't hear him, but that's the whole point is, you know, be okay well, talking about it. When in our society did we ever feel like anybody, like, I don't understand how, how anybody can feel that, that there's anybody in the planet that does not know that they've screwed up. Right. Right. I mean, this is our humanity, right? This is called adulting. Right. And a lot well, of people are struggling No, it's just called being this. a human, called, right? Like, like everybody makes mistakes and it doesn't matter if you have a $50 million company or you're making $50 a week, you're still making mistakes. And so, um, I, I don't know. It was just, it's, it it's was funny. It, it was a, a great idea. Thank you. It was, it was fantastically executed the, from, from concept to, to execution, the, the concept of, like you said, limiting them to five minutes, getting, being able to get that information from as many people as we did. I think it went off extremely well, especially mm-hmm. for it being its first year. Perfect. Thank you. So huge props to Kate for, uh, <laughs> for bringing something it's the new, team. It's the you know, team. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. and she's so humble. So humble. <laughs> Um, so we're going to actually move on a little bit to some of the other things that we've, we've talked about. We've got a list here. Um, and we've talked a little bit about, there was, there was some things uh, said about influence and how we can actually, uh, realize that, you know, in this community, one of the most important things we can do is share our stories. Yep. Not just the fuck ups, but the wins as well. Sure. Uh, unfortunately success is expected. So a lot of times we don't analyze it the same way we analyze failure. Well, here, here's what I'll say about that. Uh, one of the sessions I was in, oh gosh, I'm forget, I'm blanking. Uh, we had, we only had 244 speakers, um, but it, and it's, Kate was all over the place. It just, yeah, I, I got my steps in this week for sure. Um, I, I was in a session and, um, and someone said, uh, about our community that it's a safe place to fail. Yeah. Right. That it's an easy place to do business um, and it was safe to fail. And I, and I, I had never heard it described as that, but it, it did, it did just kind of like permeate, permeate in my brain for, for a couple of days now, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday. And I thought, you know, that's true. Uh, and I was, I went to this fancy schmancy thing last night and talked to some fancy schmancy people. And we were talking about the difference in the ecosystems. Mm-hmm. And I, and I thought, yeah, in Silicon Valley, when I was building companies up there, um, when someone failed, it, it, they usually did it in like the most ridiculous manner, spectacular right? Fashion. Yes. It was a spectacular <laughs> fail, right? right? It's like you did what with 30 million, right? right? And, <laughs> and it's like you go to the doghouse, right? And yep. they, they would sometimes rebound, but they would have to be like, have all like an arsenal of people again, you know, and here, I mean, maybe it, maybe that's the positive. Maybe that is the silver lining of our community that, um, you know, the, the, the money that's going around tends to be a little smaller Mm -hmm. and, uh, we are generous with our time and our support. I think we, we are, um, one of the things I love about our community is we all, we all support each other and, uh, rally around each other. And, um, and in my experience, we haven't been threatened by other people winning. Mm-hmm. Like everybody can win. There's enough landscape yeah. for everybody to make their mark. Well, we all know we got to go outside. Mark. Of, yeah. Make Let's their make mark. Our mark. We all know we mm-hmm. got to get out of Phoenix to win too. Yeah. It's not just winning here in Phoenix. We know that we've got to get out. We want to make our mark somewhere else. And we're all rooting for everybody mm-hmm. to go make an impression somewhere other than Phoenix. So people notice. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, people notice and they do. They're yeah. starting to notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our influence here and, and 
is, is something that, you know, being able to be willing to go share. And I love that we've already talked about it a couple of times that we're, we're one of the most generous and, and I would put, I've been around, I've been in New York, I've been in Boston, I've been in Austin, moved here from Denver. I built in San Francisco like you, I was probably a little bit, a little bit while back. <laughs> uh, and then in Los Angeles as well. But this market, this community really is one of the most generous. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get involved here, one of the best ways to make your mark mm-hmm. is to go serve. Go find an opportunity. Startup Week isn't the only thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Go find an opportunity to do just that. And we're, we'll talk a little bit about that when we close this up. But um, Jeremy, what are some of the other things that really have stood out to you here at Startup Week? First thing I want to say is that, um, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't find another startup community anywhere that's actually branded. Oh, no, that's not true. There are other ones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I've been kind of spreading the... Have you checked out Denver, Boulder? No. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Uh, how are they branded? Well, it it varies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, fancy smancy dinner, lots of branding. I don't yeah. know how much I'm allowed to say about that, but yeah, I think... I think I think there's other startup communities that are that are following our lead. Following our lead. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's that's what I was saying. I um I had the the good fortune of attending a startup weekend in Paris when I was in France in September mm-hmm. and they were just amazed at the fact that the the that yes PHX was a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. They they hadn't considered that at all. Mm-hmm. And um that's one of the things that that really stands out to me about our community is the 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 fact that there is that unifying banner Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about YesPHX is how, um, you know, JC and everyone describe it because I get that a lot. What is it? YesPHX. And, um, the definition that I have been told that I love is it's whatever you need it to be. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like, oh, you know, there you go. Because I think you can define generosity as a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I think the definition of YesPHX, which is, you know, like, the binding of mm-hmm. our community, right, is is such an open definition. And I think that that sort of reinforces our claim to be the most generous startup community. Yeah. And it, it just bleeds through everything. I mean, I remember how I even came about in this whole community. Um, I somehow learned of Startup Weekend at Coplex last year. Mm-hmm. And so 2016. And I was in between jobs. The last thing I could do was pay for a ticket to to get into Startup Weekend. But I was I was really into the idea of just um, what it would mean to pitch and then like kind of participate in a hackathon of sorts. Mm-hmm. And I remember reaching out to the official uh, communication channel, whatever it was, Facebook Messenger, or whatever. Sent out an email um, asking if I could just pop by for the pitching and just kind of see what it was all about. And I mentioned that I couldn't afford to pay it, pay for a ticket, which is, which is why I just wanted to pop by and see if that was okay. And the person who, um, who answered the email ended up basically comping my ticket to go to startup weekend. She said, we don't want anybody to feel like they can't come because they don't have the, that they don't have the money for it. Mm -hmm. And that was before I knew what YesPHX was. That was before I knew that it was, um, you know, supposedly the most generous community for entrepreneurs. And just from a personal experience to know that that was, that was my first experience. Mm-hmm. That was my, my opening experience with the community completely underlines that whole fact. And mm-hmm. that in itself is the reason why I have volunteered all five days 
mm-hmm. of last startup week, all five days of this startup week. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, it goes round in circles and, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, like I said, it, it bleeds into everything that goes on here. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time and your support because <laughs> volunteering, especially all five days, that, that it's a big sacrifice. Yeah. Um, I think the claim of being uh, the most generous community is rather new. I, yeah. I think it was like end of last year, if I remember correctly. Um, but that's our culture, mm-hmm. right? And um, and exactly what you said, culture really is what it feels like to interact with something from the beginning until the end. Yeah. Right. And when you have authentic cultures, like we do here yeah. in Phoenix, um, there, it doesn't matter who you talk to. It doesn't matter, you know, who you are. It's, it's authentic. And that's why it wasn't right there at the beginning. We couldn't claim to be the most generous community. Right. Well, I don't think we knew what we were. We didn't. I think we knew that we wanted to be something yeah. and then it sort of, we teased it. The culture out. became mm-hmm what we made it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really proud to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the reason why I give, you know, volunteered my time, um, to, to take this on, because when you decide to agree to be a uh, head of programming for startup week, mm-hmm. um, last April, you say no to everything else. Yep. Right. Um, it's it a was, lot of work. It, it is, it's a tremendous amount of work, mm-hmm. um, and sacrifice. And, um, it was my honor, like my absolute honor. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about about my community, um, you know, my tribe of people that I, I am around. Everybody and it, adores her, by the way, too. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Everybody um, absolutely loves and her. And I, I just, I felt, my gosh, I'm a better person because I did that. That's what happens with service. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's exactly what happens. That statement right there, I don't, there's nothing that could be added to that. Mm-hmm. Um, moving, moving on, we've Let's talked about some specific things that have kind of been a theme here. Uh, a couple of things that, that we've kind of tagged on, uh, the difference between actually doing things, doing things that, that matter rather than just going after and chasing money. You know, we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier about how important it is to actually do things that matter and dream big because that's, what's going to help us make big impacts. That's what makes big companies. That's what gets people jazzed to actually join a team. If you want to build a startup, you're going to have to scale and then you're going to end up hiring people. Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing something that is amazing and and, and inspirational, uh, you better pay people a whole lot of money Mm -hmm. (laughs) because otherwise. Yeah. I mean, my, my knee jerk reaction to that is a couple two is like twofold. First is I think, I think we should, we should clarify what we mean by matter. Um, It should matter to you. Yeah. Right. Like this is, should be your passion because mm-hmm. if, if you're doing what you're passionate about, then, then it will be obvious. And you're going right? to do what it takes. Yeah. Um, and then the other part is like, uh, you know, I've, I've talked to a couple of people about you know, some of the downsides of saying we're the most generous community mm-hmm. is that, um, people feel like they have to give up their services for free, right? Like yeah. we all have to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. So I think there is, there is giving a little advice, um, um, and saying, you know, hey, you know, you have this this situation or this problem. Here's a recommendation. You meet with them again. Okay, great. You did it. Here's another recommendation. And then the third time it's like, okay, you should probably hire me now. Yeah. Right. So like, I, you know, I think it's, it's important that, um, you know, you, to your point, we're not, we're not chasing money. You're chasing your dream. You're chasing your passion. You're executing on what it takes to make that live and grow. Um, but then being respectful too. That is the flip side. That's the flip side. Being respectful of of the talent in our community and their time. 
when somebody's generous with you, you may not be able to financially go find them a client, Mm -hmm. go be a testimonial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Literally, if somebody gave you some amazing information and insight and you just can't financially turn around and and reward them, Mm -hmm. do serve them back. Mm -hmm. Go find some, Hey, I know so-and-so they need you. Mm -hmm. Go make that connection. There's more than just the straight one-to-one communication Mm -hmm. that can happen. So be creative in how you reward those who are generous with you. Um, now we also talk a little bit about, uh, some of the things and, and like boots on the ground ideas that we need to start paying attention to, uh, with startups. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great conversation, uh, in one of the rooms that I emceed with, uh, the founders of find your influence, Jamie and Christine, and they talk about co-founders mm-hmm. and co-founders is usually, that's the beginning of your team. Mm-hmm. They talk about how important it is to build a team and really support that culture because you can't do, you, you can't play this game by yourself. You just can't play this game by yourself. Well, uh, first of all, those ladies are fantastic. Amazing. Gosh, uh, you know, what they're doing is, yeah. is just really um, insightful and, and wonderful. Um, and, and I've learned a lot about co-founder relationships. I don't have a co-founder. It's just me. Um, but I, um, I've always been kind of, uh, the dynamic of that is such a delicate thing. Um, but yeah, you're right. I I mean, you have to be able to know your strengths and your weaknesses. Another theme this year is, uh, do what you do well, get out of the way or hire other people to do it, which would require a certain amount of confidence and delegation, which in self-awareness, which is, which is scary when you're at the top. Um, and then I think with co-founders, it's, um, it's understanding and being vulnerable yeah. with each other, being honest, having mm-hmm. that communication just, and, and one of the points that they made was, yeah, sometimes mommy and daddy fight, mm-hmm. you know, and they were, they were laughing about how sometimes they shut the door and, and people still were hearing, you know, mm-hmm. but when they open that door and come out, mm-hmm. it's a unified front. Yeah. And, and the other, I think there was probably like a half a dozen, dozen conversations that, uh, that were going on, um, that ended up turning into some co-founder yes. things. And, and what I loved about it and, and thought about just personally for myself was, you know, when I'm having a bad day and I go into the office, like, you know, cause as a leader, everything you say and everything you you don't say count. Yes. Right. And you know, when you're looking down the chasm and you're like, Oh shit, like we're, we're in bad, you know, we're, we're bad in a bad situation here. Your co-founder can be like really wonderful for you because yeah. you can, you can toggle back and forth between, um, optimism and energy yeah. and, you know, like I just need to take a knee, you know, but, well, uh, but when you're solo, it's more difficult. I'm going to get here before Jeremy does. So let him talk. No, I'm going to get here before. All he right. Does. It's your dynamic. That's how it works. <laughs> okay. I, I have to give Jeremy a shout out Okay. on that front. I really, really enjoy the dynamic I have with Jeremy. There have been days where both of us have been just to your, just to your point that mm. there have been days where one or the two uh, other of us is like, man, something happened, whatever, personal, professional, whatever happened, um, where one of us is out of town and a client is needy and just having that support. And there's not a question. There is not a question that we're there for each other. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely, I, I didn't think I was going to get it from someone who was 25 years old. (laughs) And 
and kudos somebody, to you guys. Yeah, you guys, he's amazing. That's cool. Thank no, you. Another theme we had is appreciation this year. We had uh, uh, Todd Nordstrom talk about his book and about uh, recogni- recognizing the people on your team and the people yeah. in your life and appreciating them and how to motivate your employees yeah. by doing that. So. You guys are just an example of that, and it wasn't. We don't. Plan. We don't always agree, yeah. but man, I've I've I, never. That doesn't had, actually matter. I feel no, it doesn't, yeah. and it's important I, to. I think Jeremy, go for it. Take it. I, I love I, you, man. I, I think. <laughs> I know. Let him talk. I think that one of the most important things that you get from a good co-founder that you mesh with is the 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 leadership support mm-hmm. in the sense that the best leaders sometimes need to be led, mm-hmm. and. Man, 95% of the time, I'm like following in Kyle's footsteps. I'm hanging onto the back of the train. Just we're going and the best I can do is hold on. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes, like you said, other stuff comes up. And the, the best thing that I can do for myself, for you, for us, is to kind of take over and to then lead you mm-hmm. into uh, when I know that you, okay, maybe you need a little bit of this or you need, you need somebody to tell you this. Yeah. Um, though I, those are the best. That's, I think the biggest value in a co-founder besides actually, uh, taking on half of the work. Right. And I started conscious creative with three other partners uh, none of whom were co-founders. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was when I brought Kyle on board and not just because of your experience and yeah. your uh, gray hairs, but also because of... <laughs> nice. I've earned all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but also because you know how to be a damn good founder, a damn good co-founder. You know what that means, what you're supposed to bring to the table. When one person is down, you pick up the slack, you carry the other person. When you're down... The other person carries you through the muck and, and the shit. And let them. And let yourself be led and carried when you need it to be. Yep. Let them. Like, that's one of the hardest things as a leader. And when you're a co-founder, sometimes, and, and sometimes it's obvious, man, I am reaching the end. I'm burning out. I'm reaching the end of my rope and, or I'm frustrated by this or that. And mm-hmm. yeah, just, it's okay to step back and let your co-founder pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. Do it. Don't don't hesitate. You don't always have to be on. Um, and that kind of leads us into the example that co-founders have to present to their company and setting culture. Um, we're we're running out of time here, but we one of the other big huge themes this this week has been culture and how important it is. And how if you ignore culture and you let culture set itself, sometimes things run amok. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you guys to touch on culture really quick and then we're going to wrap up. Yeah. What are some of the things that golden nuggets that you guys have gotten this week? Well, to be brief, like we've discussed in the past and we wanted to mention today, culture is something you need to be deliberate about. It's something you should you should have an intentional discovery process and decide what it is that you want to promote in your whether it's organizational culture or community culture, like with the SPHX community, there were conversations I'm assuming around that, that led up to saying, okay, we want to brand ourselves as the most generous community for entrepreneurs, right? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, interestingly enough, uh, on Wednesday, we had a super CEO panel and Matt Likens and <laughs> Ernie Garcia got into it a little bit about this. I mean, respectfully, right. Mm-hmm. Um, Ernie's position is that you don't have to be intentional when you're, when your company's small, that you, um, you just need to put your head down and plow. You need to be able to trust the people to your left and your right, hire people that you feel are special and go. Um, Matt Likens is, um, of course, very cold driven. And, um, and I tend to side with him about being intentional, but I also think, I mean, we can look at Carvana as a huge success. And so, um, I'll just wrap that back up as probably both are true and, um, and be authentic. You know, it's interesting. If you get the right people, your culture will set itself and you may not need to be as intentional. So that's possible. That doesn't always happen. And sometimes it, if you don't set your culture, I think, you can have it run away with you. Well, um, I've been building startups since 2005 yeah. and I definitely, uh, you know, another theme is, um, what happens when you make the wrong hire or a bad hire, Absolutely. Uh, which it can debilitate your business yeah. and one bad hire can tank you yeah. easily. I've seen it a million times. So, um, I think, uh, I think maybe what's more important than culture when you're small and I'm talking sub 20 people, um, is the types of hires you're making. Every single mm-hmm. person hire slow, yeah. fire fast. And I think after, you know, definitely, I, I think it's hard to, to ignore that after 20 people, you have to be intentional about your culture, but maybe you might be able to get along until then. Maybe mm-hmm. I've never found it to be the case. I mean, I've got, I've scaled from two to 300 and in all 12 startups that I've, every single 12, all 12 of the companies that I've started, I've had at least five people in mm-hmm. and some of them failed. Some of them have been, been successful, but I'm going to tell you every single time Culture had to be a focus uh, outside. Yeah, the and I, world. I mean, I define culture as like how are decisions made? What yeah. does it feel like? How are how are, how's communication? Um, you know, I have this whole thing. If if you know me, you know that I like to talk about being passive aggressive because I think <laughs> that that is why you know gobs of startups fail is because no one can have a direct conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think uh, you know, really honest mm-hmm. and allowing feedback is a gift. Yep. And you have to be able to accept it and give it. Right. Um, and that's trust. Yes. And then, so, you know, like it's, it's sort of all mushrooms into this, into this beautiful thing. Absolutely. All right, Jeremy, talk to us a little about what YesPHX is. So we're going to wrap up. And for those of you who don't know what YesPHX is, you know, talk, talk to us about the, the resources. What do we have? I'm, I'm going to answer a different question. I'm going to answer what YesPHX is to me. There we go. Um, To me, a year and a couple few months in the startup community out here so far has been what I believe to be four plus years in business school, Um, Mm -hmm. partly due to the fact that I've I've started a company that was a brand agency and that's becoming a startup studio of sorts um, with a, a, a veteran of business himself. And I just think it's it's such an amazing place for. It's such an amazing, uh, an amazing community um, and wealth of resources for learning business, learning tech, learning grit, learning love, learning all of these things that go into um, making a successful community or a successful business uh, all wrapped into one brand. And it's something that for me, if I didn't like Phoenix before, that that would have been what did it for me. But I, I already had a special place in my heart for Phoenix, but if I hadn't, 
this is what would have done it for me. That's beautiful, man. Awesome. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to throw it to you. Yeah. What, how, how do people get involved? You know, what, what should they do yeah. if they want to keep this rolling from startup week? What do they do now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, PHX it's hashtag yes, PHX on Twitter. There's a Facebook channel. There's a Slack channel. There's a there's, website. There's a website. Com. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, there's plenty of mentoring. Um, I always refer people there for jobs to get them to find people um, for events. Um, we are a very rich community for get togethers. Like get on, get on Slack. If you yeah. can get, mm-hmm. you can go to the Facebook group, go to yesphx.com, somehow get on the Slack channel. Mm-hmm. So many resources. Yeah. And if, um, if like you and don't, you can see the podcasts, pod- right? Yep. If you don't have Facebook or Slack or I don't, know why you wouldn't, but if you don't, um, you can go to any co-working space yep. though. You can't come, you can't co-work without a computer, but Hey, right. um, I'm just, I'm stretching here. Um, and ask any, anybody at the department at cahoots at galvanize at desk hub at we work at whatever, you know, and gang plank, gang you plank. Know, just- uh, Hera hub is coming. Max six. Yeah. Max six. We um, work is coming soon. Yep. Oh, work to it. I think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Cahoots again, yeah. all of those oh, places, Cahoots Mesa, Cahoots Mesa. Yeah. Yeah. You, you should go to the co-working spaces. Yeah. You should go meet face to face. The people who are active in the community, you mm-hmm. should go to the events. I do not go to enough startup grinds. Mm-hmm. I've been to one startup grind. Mm-hmm. We got to get, get out there and serve. One of the things Jeremy loves to say is get out there and don't just attend an event, volunteer to serve an event. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so let's just talk. I have a, uh, I have to go wrap up everything. Um, yeah. but you know, when you're, when you're at an event, um, meet people, don't yeah. just sit there at the bar and drink or talk to the two people you already know. Right. Your job is to meet other people. And, um, and then, you know, if you're an introvert and hate networking, that's your Slack is your friend. Facebook yes. is your friend because you can ask from behind your computer and you'll, you'll see, um, lots of stuff come up. Well, Kate, I know you got to run. We're going to wrap up with a, a quick plug with the new AZ coworking Alliance, but Thanks so much for joining us on this uh, podcast, this wrap up. And Mm -hmm. uh, we hope that uh, we see all of you who are listening at Startup Week next year and in the community between now and then. Yes. Christmas is over for me. Got to wait another year. (laughs) I know. This is our Christmas. (laughs) This is my Christmas. You know it is. Even my son knows that. Love it. Thanks, guys. And and thanks to the community for all the support. Yep. All right. Kate, you rock. Uh, we're getting ready to cut off here, but if you want to get into the community, check out the new AZ Coworking Alliance. Just Google it, AZ Coworking Alliance, and check out some of the coworking places around here and get into the community. And until next time, check out the Conscious Corner. Uh, we're a podcast, and we'll be talking about everything branding, startup, uh, all the way to social media, and we might have some odds and ends there. Yeah. And if, if you've listened all the way through to this point, uh, we would love to hear what you would like us to talk about since it is still so fresh. Um, and if you have specifics that you'd, that you'd like us to cover, um, or ideas for things that we can do, we would love to hear them. You can go to our website and, um, that little, that little drift bubble in the the top right hand corner. Nope. Something just cut out of mine. There it is. There we go. That was way too loud. So basically on our website, this. phxconscious.com, you can actually go in and click that green bubble in the 
bottom right hand corner. If you're on mobile, it'll pop up and have a conversation with us and give us feedback, ask for more information. If you want to get involved and you don't know how to get involved, just hit us up and we'll direct you. Trust me, I can connect you with a whole lot of people. (laughs) So until then, have a great day. We don't have like a sign off. (laughs) Not yet. This is number one. We don't have a sign off. You got a sign off, Jeremy? Say there we go. What? Enjoy your taco. Enjoy your taco. Enjoy your taco. Enjoy your taco.